0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode and radio show of Amazing Appraising. This is Lee, the appraiser, in our brand new APR57 gallery located in Midtown Manhattan, right across the street from Carnegie Hall, the Russian Tea Room, one block from Central Park, a block from Fifth Avenue, across the street from the art student league the largest and oldest art school in the world and the brand-new Nordstrom store anyhow how is everyone doing today so uh, we've been asked and uh, I hope you everyone as well we've been asked to explain a little how one person meaning myself puts myself out there and can basically appraise anything do I have more experience and knowledge than anyone else in the world to do that absolutely not but i do have a fair amount of knowledge through many years of experience and i also have an ability to appraise things quickly and accurately using the same criteria i use for the first things that i started to collect were stamps and coins so when we started collecting stamps for example or coins there's certain characteristics that made these items very desirable and very collectible and very rare and very valuable so everything boils down to supply and demand that means how many are out there how many people want them so if you have an item out there and there's you know a million of this item and there's only a thousand people that want it it's not going to be very rare or very valuable however if you have an item conversely that there's only a small amount out there and you have a tremendous demand we'll say a Rolex watch a gold coin a rare gold coin and let's just say they only made a thousand of them and there's ten thousand people that want them the price is going to be quite high because you're going to have superior demand well above what the supply uh can supply the the existing supply can give so that's a common um element in appraising things so that's one idea i mean that's the end result i have to do this so when people show us we we put ourselves out there to appraise anything so for example People can pull up in front of our gallery with a car filled with antique paintings, sports memorabilia, rare jewelry, coins, autographs, um, sculptures. Uh, We had somebody come in last week with a uh, very rare and valuable sculpture done by the famous British sculptor Lynn Chadwick, um, whose items have sold for over a million dollars. And they expect And want us to give them a quick fast fair appraisal evaluation and in most cases an offer to be able to buy it from them at a fair price so that is what we do here and I'm going to explain just a little we'll talk a little about how we do it why we do it and um, and we'll go from there so One of the reasons I do this and I got into it was the fact that I really enjoy doing this. It's easy for me. It's a challenge. I won't say easy. It's not very easy, but it's somewhat easy, and it is a challenge, and I love to learn new things about collectibles, um, antiques, and valuables, and this is a great place for me to start. I love handling things that I've never handled before. And so it's a very challenging, interesting thing for me to do this. Um, You know, I like to figure out what makes things genuine, not genuine, what makes them valuable, et cetera, et cetera. So all these are different parts in the puzzle. And uh, most people, for example, don't want to do this. If they're a artist who deals in early uh, American Hudson River School paintings, they will specialize just in paintings from this period this circa maybe 17 or 18 hundreds by certain american artists and that's it that's all they handle they might handle five or ten different artists that uh, during that period i handle everything all art all coins all jewelry all watches and it's a challenge for me but i enjoy learning about it handling it and appraising all of it so it's a very interesting uh, challenge for me to continue to do this. Um, I'm just thinking what happened this week, what anything interesting, we every day, I mean, we get interesting things that walk through the door. Um, We, uh, well, let's think here, we actually approached, this is a completely different issue, but we were approached yesterday by one of the top NFT marketers and designers uh, to uh, get involved with us in promoting some of our unique items so that is something we're going to look into he's actually the one that um there was an artist called i think banksy who uh he put together a digital nft that sold for i think it was 69 million dollars crazy price right crazy i just read this morning that there's a group they're selling the i think a copy of the uh, united states constitution i think there's like 10 copies in existence they estimate it to bring between 10 and 20 million dollars and there's a group of buyers that are being put together that they are going to buy it as a consortium and uh they're each going to buy it i guess online and try to pay it with uh, as a um you know, to buy it through a digital currency something along those lines so each one will own five or ten percent of the entire uh, lot, or the entire, uh, you know, copy of the Constitution. So anyhow, um, we are going to uh, be right back and take a short break and we're going to be right back after this message.
1: You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers. Subject to applicable law. See dealer for details. Hello,
0: everyone. It's Lee, the appraiser, back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. Uh, We were talking about um, how to appraise various items, how I'm able to do it. let's just figure it out so I started with stamps and coins so with stamps and coins obviously the first thing is is the condition you want to look at the condition to know whether um, the condition is nice or perfect what makes a stamp perfect what makes a coin perfect and then once you have that then you decide whether the coin is in fact a rare coin in perfect condition if you have a common coin if you have a penny in your pocket from 2020 and no matter how perfect it is you know, if they made 300 million of them it's not going to be too valuable so it has to do with the condition with with the item itself and how rare it is etc now certain items they made many many thousands of however like especially older coins however very very few are in perfect condition so you could conceiv- see conceivably have a coin and certainly, this is true with some silver dollars, where they might have made, you know, a million silver dollars. But there's only a handful, maybe 10 or 20 pieces in absolutely perfect condition, and that would, of course, make them extraordinarily valuable. So it's a combination of condition, rarity, demand—all these things factor into the value of uh, of what the item sells for. Okay so um all right so the first one of the first things i do when people come in with items is i love to talk to them about where they got it from how they obtained it okay because if they found it in the garbage it's very unlikely that it's going to have much value let's just say somebody says they have a Picasso or a Rembrandt painting that they found in the garbage and they swear it's genuine and they swear it's worth millions of dollars so in order just a little history here in order to have that painting get in the garbage what's going to happen somebody is going to have had that painting and own that painting in their house okay they've had it in their house it was there for i don't know let's just say arbitrarily it was there for 10 years it was on the wall now if anyone even if they didn't know they were given this painting, somebody had to tell them, listen, be careful, Joe. This is a very valuable painting. It's worth $100,000. He would guard this painting with his life, and he'd be very careful. And if he moved, he's not going to take it. He's going to make sure, I'm sorry, he's going to make sure he takes it with him. He's going to wrap it up properly, okay? So when it ends up in the garbage, it means that somebody had it who didn't think it was worth anything. And That means not only didn't they think it was worth anything, probably anyone that saw it from them over the many years that they had it also didn't think it was worth anything. So they felt it wasn't even worth their effort to package it up and take it with them wherever they're going. So they left it in the garbage, okay? And not only that, the odds are that many people passed the garbage and left it there without being the first one to take it out and pick it out of the garbage so again that's just another strike against it because if you're the only one who thinks it's valuable from the garbage and you know a hundred people saw it there and said it's not worth their time and effort to take it that is probably a bad sign and shows that it's not really original and not really worth much. so i always like the history about these items where the person acquired them how they got them I ask all what I think are the right questions. If somebody has something they want to call us up, I can actually appraise it for them, typically over the phone, by just asking them a couple very interesting questions that will help them evaluate it, appraise it, and um, and I typically through my experience without even seeing it. I am, I can, I'm right, I would say 95% of the time on giving its value. Um, So that is another point in evaluating things and appraising them, okay? Uh, We are going to be right back with another message from one of our sponsors.
2: Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigette, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices, in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll free 1-800-772-000.
0: Hello everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser for another connecting episode of Amazing Appraising. We are talking about how we appraise everything on the spot, individually, accurately, on any subject matter. So we do rare paintings, we do lithographs, we do prints, um, we just bought a bunch of uh, Holder, uh Prints and Paintings, um, uh, we handle all different types of things. So if you have any prints, lithographs, uh, paintings, anything like that that you want to have appraised, bring them into our gallery and we will be happy to do so. We're here six days a week, every day but Saturday, even Sunday. We're here typically from 9 to 6 and we're happy to make an appointment with you. Just give us a call. Tell us when you're coming, and we will make an appointment easily, typically the same day or next day uh, at your convenience. Okay? Now we are talking about um, appraising, what were we talking about? Different prints and lithographs. Okay, so let me explain. We have a lot of people that call us up, and they get these prints and lithographs of Dali and um, these modern we're going to call modern artists okay peter max salvador dali um uh I think it air etc etc so i asked them where they get them from where they got their, their from. they got 20 20 pieces so they said like they will say sometimes they bought them on cruise lines so typically a cruise line is not going to sell something that has that is rare Collectible and has a lot of value okay because if they had a rare piece of art they would bring it to myself or sotheby's or christie's to sell it for them they are not going to sell it on a cruise line because the cruise line when you the lead the more you have um least uh, uh experience and sophisticated buyers generally the less it's uh, the less it's going to go for if it's a rare piece. A rare collector is gonna look at it and say, wow, they only made three of these, this is super rare, it's worth 50 grand. That is not the bloodings that most of these people find when they go on a cruise line. The cruise line typically are for couples that are traveling on vacation, wanna have a good time, wanna remember their vacation by buying some unusual art, and will buy this art and spend three, five, eight thousand dollars on a piece of art that has virtually no resale value. So, if you want to have a good time and you want to overpay for art and you don't care what it's worth, by all means, spend as much as you want and have those auctions and those sales on those cruise lines. That's what you should do. But if you are interested in buying art at a reasonable price, that you know is going to appreciate in value that has a real market and is not a copy and it's not from a we'll call a group sales place um that is not the place to go you know you want to come to a place like ourselves or a sophisticated art gallery or a real auction where (coughs) where you can buy these items at a fair price and they give you a certificate you know what they're uh, worth. I was reading somewhere that one of the art places, uh, they, they run like 90% of all the stuff that's uh, sold on cruises. I forgot their name at the top of that. They, they're in Detroit, and they sell about $400 million worth of art a year through these cruise lines. Okay, but you have to just understand the situation there. they prob I don't know exactly but They probably give the cruise lines a very high commission. Let's just say 25% So right off the top you are talking about an item that 25% of what you pay for it goes to the cruise line So you're already out 25% of whatever you paid for and then it's a common item. It's there's not it's not rare. It's not collectible so I would really frown upon buying um, anything on a cruise line, unless of course you just want to have a good time and spend the money and have a remembrance. That's typically the same thing with jewelry and watches. I would not recommend recommend buying any jewelry when you go to the Bahamas, buying them at the Bahamas. You're not going to get as good deal as you would if you came to some place like us that's a legitimate buyer, seller, and appraiser and wholesaler of fine jewelry. Okay, you want to be sober when you buy it, you want to make sure that you're really buying it for the right reasons, and you want to make sure that if you're spending 10 or 20 or 30 grand on it, it's going to be relatively worth close to what you're paying for it. If you had to resell it, so all these things are important, and we would recommend that you contact us uh, if you have any questions about what to buy, when to buy, if you bought it, what it's worth. We are here to help you and answer any questions questions you may have regarding appraising or anything like that. Right. So um we are going to be right back after another short message.
3: If you're a fan of romantic movies and love films with beautiful cinematography, then you're going to love Redeeming Love. Based on the best-selling novel by Francine Rivers, the movie takes place during the California Gold Rush of 1850 and follows the life of Angel, the most notoriously sought after woman in the Sierra Nevada foothills town of Paradise. Right as she was about to give up on finding freedom, Angel meets Michael and encounters a love that's unlike anything she's ever experienced. But shame of her past causes Angel to run away from the very thing she's always wanted. As Michael sets out to find her, Angel discovers there is no brokenness that love can't heal. Redeeming Love, featuring Abigail Cowan, Tom Lewis, Nina Dobrev, Eric Dane, and Fomka Jansen, is rated PG-13 and premieres January 21st in theaters nationwide. For more information or to find tickets to a theater near you, visit redeeminglovemovie.com. That's redeeminglovemovie.com.
0: This is Lee, the appraiser, talking about appraising collectibles, um, how to appraise, what to appraise, when to appraise, where they came from, how you got them. All these things play into a a major part in determining its value. It's where you got them from, how you got them. These things are very important. And in most cases, one of the determining factors I teach my staff is ask the person where they got it from. And typically, if they say they got it for free, typically it's not really worth very much at all. Now there's gonna be exceptions. If they got, you know, a bunch of items that were left to them by their great-grandmother who left them, you know, 10, five-carat diamond rings, 100 gold coins, those we know for sure have value. So it was left to them through the estate. That we know, that's fine. But generally speaking, when people give things or get things for free, typically most of them are not valuable and The people are giving it to the person because they don't want to take it with them. If they're moving, they're saying, you know what, this item's only worth $100, $200. It's a big piece. It's not worth it for me to pack it up and take it to California. It's gonna cost me $150 to ship it. You know what, let me give it to Susie as a friend, as a gift. So you have to be very careful about that. And I would say as a general rule, most things, if you got them for free, Again, without obvious clear exceptions, they're probably not worth very much. Now, again, there's going to be additional exceptions. We, we could have had a woman come in here. She got something for free. Okay, we had some somebody did that, and she was uh, one of the maids many many years ago for the English rich family called the Rothschild, and they gave her something very exquisite, a very valuable. A bronze piece of art that she liked and loved very much and they did it because she was a devoted employee and family friend for over 40 years so that makes sense you have somebody that appreciated her work they are extraordinarily wealthy and they gave her something that made sense for many years of devoted service so that makes sense they gave her something that could be worth a hundred thousand dollars but as a general rule That is not the case. When people call us up and we get calls from uh, building owners, landlords, superintendents, and they call us up and they go, we have this apartment here, the person left all this valuable art here, and they moved out. Well, typically it's not valuable art because if it's valuable art, they would have sold the art before they left. If they could have gotten 20 grand for the art, they're not gonna leave in 99% of the cases $20,000 of, of valued art in the apartment before they left. It. That typically is not going to happen. Very rare that would happen. Very very rare. So um in most cases the people who are in the apartment the the tenants make a conscious decision and say you know what it's not worth it for me to pack up and take this stuff it's going to cost me a couple thousand dollars to do that i'm just going to leave it here and they tell the super you can have it god bless you and take it so they're not doing him such a big favor they're doing themselves a favor and saying listen we don't really want it we don't want to be bothered with it we don't want to pack it up and ship it to california so based on all those factors um we are going to say in most cases it's not very valuable okay so that's also an important thing to remember all right Um, i always find that the people the more the people know about the item typically the more the item is worth in most cases so if somebody calls us up and have got some paintings i just found them they typically are not going to be worth very much however the person might say, "I have these paintings," and they will list the artists, they will say where they got them from, they will say they had them appraised a couple of years ago, this one for 20,000, this one for 40,000, this went for 70,000, et cetera, etc. Cetera. So that generally will make much more sense and become a much more valuable item and uh, with the odds of it being valuable are considerably higher. I, I guess we can talk a little about how we started in the watch business. So, basically, uh, our first store was on 57th Street and 6th Avenue. It was part of a very, very famous uh, restaurant called Wolf's Delicatessen, who was probably the largest volume uh, restaurant in the world at that time. They were doing purportedly $60 million a year in a 3,500 square foot place on the corner right next to Central Park on 57th and 6th. So we, um, story goes that the landlord had a, you know, the the restaurant came to them a couple years and said, a couple years before and said here, Mr. Landlord, um, you know what, (laughs) even with with that volume of business, they said, we'd like to give a, a small portion of our store back to you and reduce our rent. So the landlord agreed to do that, but he said, I'm going to take the, you know, if you want to do that, I'll make your proposal, but I'm going to take the best part of your store back. So he took the space on 57th street, about 20 feet of window space there. Long story short, he rented out to a little cookie store called Victor's cookies. And we, they, uh, had problems paying their rent. And we approached them. We talked to the landlord and we made a deal with them. And we were there for uh, a number of years. And so when we opened up the store there, it was primarily gonna be stamps and coins. This is right after I worked for Gimbal's stamp department for several years. And after that, I uh, went on my own and I brought a very good friend of mine, Harold Adler, with me from there to work with us. Uh, the whole company was sort of uh, going downhill. So um, he helped me and we opened up a uh, retail and wholesale stamp and coin business on uh, Fifth Avenue. I'm back probably close to four years, from now, five, four years from now. so uh, we're going to take another short break and we'll be right back
4: hey guys it's Angie martinez here with dr john aknook from new york spine institute discussing how you help people live life with no pain Why are people seeing you at the New York Spine Institute?
3: Because they're realizing that pain management isn't just about medications, but we can actually offer non-invasive office procedures that can help treat the source of pain and eliminate it completely.
4: How much has the industry evolved in the past five to ten years?
3: Pain management has evolved drastically to add minimally invasive procedures that allow us to treat conditions without having to open a patient up and help those that have failed surgery in the past.
4: Should people be concerned about getting a procedure done?
3: No. Though there are risks with any intervention, the available technology and medical knowledge we now have has nearly eliminated the risks that patients are most concerned about.
4: Great catching up with you, Dr. John Aknuk Schedule an appointment, dial pound 250 from your cell, and say keyword, no pain. Again, that's pound 250, keyword, no pain, and tell them that Angie sent you.
0: This is Lee, the appraiser, back with another segment of amazing appraising here in New York City. We were talking about how we sort of got into the business of all collectibles. So at that time, you we were handling stamps and coins and just really very little jewelry and watches. I mean, virtually nothing. I mean, the jewelry and watches we handled were uh, items that we were forced to buy, meaning if someone had an estate of coins and they had some watches and jewelry in the estate, I would have to bring someone in to figure them and help me. And figure what they're worth now um, after a a short while it was very easy for me to apply and I actually found out it's much easier for me to appraise jewelry and watches and it is stamps and coins Um, so that is what we did and it became a very uh, interesting maneuver so we opened up we when we opened up the store We had a safe filled with jewelry and watches but all the better stuff of course we sold because we um we only you know the stuff we bought we sold it immediately the better items just to get our money back so we had some cheaper jewelry some cheaper watches we put that in the window and went along with the um stamps and coins and we had at that time late 1980s Baseball cards were just becoming very popular, so again, I figured if everybody knew baseball cards, everybody was dealing in and you had like almost any bartender in the country doing a sideline of buying and selling sports memorabilia baseball But I figured if a bartender with no experience and no ability to evaluate these things can be successful, then you know what? I probably can do it as well, if not. Got involved in that. We got involved in photographs, sports memorabilia, baseball cards, and we put in the watches in the window. And anyone that walked by, we had a beautiful window on 57th They would look by and they look at the watches. and They say, "By the way, do you have any better watches? Do you have Rolex. You have Patek Philippe. Do you have Vacheron." So we got to the point where people constantly asked for it. So I said, "You know what? Let me explore the ability." Of taking a couple watches on consignment from a couple of my friends and see if we can sell them i'm not going to spend two thousand dollars on a used rolex because i may not sell it i don't want to be out two grand for not being able to sell it but you know what give me the watch i have a serious buyer for in some cases they gave me you know 50 dollar deposits and let me show it to the client and we did that and it was very cool that means somebody came in they were looking for a used Rolex Just at that time. Let's just say they were selling for, I don't know, $1,500 wholesale. Retail was $2,500. So I asked one of my close friends to had dealt in this, said, give me, you know, I have an order, send me a Rolex used one. He sends me the Rolex and I call them up and I go, wait, you made this mistake. I said, I wanted a used one. Don't you have a used one? I said, no, that's a used one. It's been refinished and cleaned. And it's like new condition, but it's used. Sure enough, I sold it to the, I showed it to the customer. The customer says, "Wow, that looks like brand new," and he bought it for me. So we started doing this on a larger scale. Uh, we started taking trade-ins, and based on that, we accumulated like the largest collection of watches in the world. We have probably thirty thousand wristwatches and pocket watches, all new and pre-owned. We have like eight hundred Omegas, hundreds of Movados hundreds of Rolex. In fact, Rolex doesn't have one Rolex in their store, and we probably have, you know, I don't say how many, but probably over three, four, five hundred pieces. Um, so um, that is really cool. So we learned, you know, so that's just how we got involved in the watch business. Um, and, uh, you know, we offer servicing, cleaning, selling, trading, repair, whatever you want, uh, upgrades, Uh, We wholesale the new watches, wholesale the pre-owned watches. Whatever you want, we're happy to do so. We put together some of the nicest collections in the world. Um, So, um, that's it. So we got into watches in a big scale. We got into jewelry in a big scale. Very similar situation. Somebody came, they wanted to sell. I remember somebody offering us a, it's called a suite. I think several pieces, like a suite, like what they call a a, a hotel, a couple rooms. These are a couple different pieces. It was a Cartier suite of jewelry. One was an enamel, a black, like lacquered diamond and enamel um, bracelet with earrings and a ring and and maybe even a pin, something like that. So they were asking like 20 grand for it. And to me, it looked like it was worth at most maybe three to five thousand dollars, but they told me they said here they we an estimate from the auction house of twenty to twenty five thousand. We'll take twenty, and I remember that. And I uh, uh, they were kind enough to let me look at it, keep it for a day. We showed it to one of our collector dealers, who said no problem. They'll pay twenty five K for it. So I remember that. That was a very cool deal. So. Um, so we learned the demand for this old type of jewelry very quickly. So um, if you have any antique jewelry, especially designer pieces, Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, uh Bulgari, anything like that, we pay very, very high prices. We've taught ourselves how to evaluate and appraise them. The same with the watches, the same with the coins, rare coins. Coins are typically going to have, you're going to have uh coins gold coins are valuable for the first reason because the price of gold is so high today so if you have any gold coins you want to sell we can pay you Uh, we are going to take another short break and we'll be right back after this short message
5: Starting your own business is a path to building the life you've always wanted, but you don't have to go it alone. Let Zen Business be the trusted guide on your journey to success, giving you the essential skills and tools you need to quickly and easily turn your idea into a money-making business. If you've been thinking of starting your own business recently, you're not alone. People everywhere are trading in their stressful, unfulfilling jobs for a life full of autonomy and potential. Zen Business is here to help you balance starting and running a successful company with managing your own well-being. You don't have to be an expert at everything to get started on your journey. Zen Business makes all the business stuff easier so you can stay focused on your passion. Their all-in-one platform combines fast and simple business formation services with helpful resources and tools, so you can quickly start making money and running your business with ease. Build the life you always wanted and get to your first dollar faster with the Zen Business platform. Get started today for as low as $49 at zenbusiness.com dream. That's zenbusiness.com dream.
0: This is Lee the Appraiser for another continuing episode of Amazing Appraising here. In our brand new 57th Street Gallery, uh, APR 57. We are talking about all the areas of collectibles that we constantly handle here. So let's just go over them again here and see if there's anything I'm gonna miss out. So we have bought over the last couple weeks, we buy rare and valuable watches every day. We buy rare and valuable pocket watches, Patek Philippe, Rolex, Minute Repeaters, Rolex wristwatches, we buy the Rolex Gold Presidents, the Submariners, the um, Explorers, uh, the Datejusts, uh, with Patty Fleet we buy the Calatravas and the uh, Golden Ellipses, uh, we buy a lot of the Tiffany watches and jewelry, we buy the Cartier love bracelets, we buy Cartier wristwatches, the tanks, um, any Cartier or Tiffany designer jewelry. Any Buccellati jewelry, we buy all types and appraise all types of silver flatware, sterling silver flatware, Buccellati, Tiffany, George Jensen, Cartier. The rarer, the, the more beautiful, the more expensive, the more we're interested in appraising it and buying it from you, okay? Um, paintings, original antique paintings, again, particularly one want things from artists, that have a following and that are famous it's picasso um, uh, Airtape, uh, whatever even the modern art, andy warhol okay um, you have any types of art it could be original oil paint of course if it's not original we'll buy even uh rare first editions, limited edition prints, of course, less in most cases, but we typically are still interested in evaluating any type of artwork. We buy original sculptures from one of a kind to one of one of 50, Remington's, any type, as I said, we have Lynn Shadler two weeks ago, Um, coins, gold coins, silver coins, platinum coins, Franklin Mint coins. Any type of gold, any type of coins, or bullion, we're buying appraised, prices are close to record highs. If you have anything, call us, we will be able to offer you probably, in most cases, much more than you would anticipate and expect. Again, buy a lot of these Franklin Mint coins, and says a lot. Um, buy bags of silver, so, you know, a thousand silver dollars, a thousand dollars face value of quarters and dimes. Any condition, any year, anything. Um, we buy rare stamp collections, collections of <clears throat> old United States stamps, collections of uh, post office stamps I and mean, stamps that were saved and they have a huge face value. A guy spent, you know, $40,000 buying these stamps over the last 30 years, 40 years, so even though they're not typically rare, he yet they're still valuable because he spent maybe $50,000 buying them from the have a high substantial value any types of these items we are interested in buying what else uh, autographs we love the beatles any pictures photographs uh, signed by the beatles even not signed but unique photographs anything that's like one of a kind you have a unique photo with john lennon that was never published it's very cool maybe he signed a note to you that's the type of stuff we want to see that's the stuff we go crazy for and we pay top dollar have any of those things please 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 let us know all types of sportsmen baseball cards autographs uh, sports memorabilia rare signed baseballs we bought a baseball here a while ago that was uh given by that time i think it was young payton to Mayor, I think it was Mayor Laguardia. Is that right? Was he the mayor? I don't know. I have to check in 1969 or 73, and he gave it to um, uh, and and, and uh, she got it. Joan Payton had the whole team sign it, and it said somewhere along the lines of "To our grand mayor, thank you very much." And it was, I think, it was commemorating the Mets' win in um, I think 73 or was, Rare baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards. If you have old cards before 19, uh, baseball cards, any cards before 1970, from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Basketball and football and hockey cards before 1985. Anything like that, complete sets or better pieces, we'd love to see them. Anything unusual we are uh, trying to acquire, we are negotiating. Somebody showed us this picture of uh, Michael Jordan that was sold in a charity about 20 years ago, and um, the it's he, he a unique photograph from one of his books, like uh, right after they won the um, you know the last championship that they had, and uh, Michael wrote his thoughts down there, very cool, saying that he's not sure if he's going to come back. But, sadness, the laughter, etc. cetera, et cetera. very, very cool. So he wants like a lot of money for those two pieces. Um, we are negotiating with him. It's hard to put a price on that. That is so cool that it is something that we may uh, pay him whatever he wants for it. So um, those sports memorabilia contracts, we just bought a Elvis Presley contract, a James Dean contract. If you have anything like that, please, please let us know very interested in that as well, um, so if you have anything of those types of items, um, I'm trying to think what else, we, coins, jewelry, watches, uh, art antiques, sculptures, uh, oh antique carpets, we love antique carpets, Persian, Iranian, anything that's old and high quality, we'd love that, uh, those type of items. Uh, We're going to take another short break and we'll
1: be right back. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.
0: This is uh, Lee the Appraiser. We are back here for another segment of amazing appraising in our brand new gallery on 7th and 7th. We want to remind everyone that our good friend Zev Brenner from Talkline Communications is going to be following us this evening like he does every Sunday evening. He follows us at 9. Our show starts at 8. I hear he has some great guests and some great speakers and some great topics. So make sure you stick around. You don't want to miss his show. Mr. Zev has been a Constant and old friend of ours since I went away with Passover with him. I think I met him close to 35 years ago. And we had a bonded friendship, and uh, he's helped us with our show a little. And I want to say thank you very much. And if there's anything we can do for him, which is minimally if uh, any of our listeners are interested, please stick around for his show. So we are. Back here, talking about everything that we appraise and collect. We talked about paintings, sculptures, artwork, antique rugs. Um, so, uh, antique furniture, especially French furniture. If you, you know, most furniture, again, let's figure this out. Okay? We get a lot of calls for furniture. I have this furniture that was left by my parents, uh, you know, sort from of the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Typically, that type of stuff is not really worth much unless it's special. We have what's called decorative items or useful items. That means furniture that people can use. They will use it, but it's not really valuable. So if you have this type of furniture and you find somebody who likes it, your best potential buyer is somebody who likes it and is going to use it. You can sell it to them when you sell your house. Maybe they'll buy it and use it for you. By furniture, okay? So that makes the most sense because most of this furniture has very, very little collector right? value, okay? So, you know, and there's also the big, heavy cost with moving it, transporting it, putting it in storage, restoring it, trying to show it off, sell it. It's issue after issue after issue. So typically it's not worth it. it but however, if you came across very, valuable rare early say, 1700s french furniture uh, that could be quite valuable and we'd be very interested in buying that and appraising as well so if you have anything like that we would recommend you call us we have a lot of very beautiful furniture uh over the years um so please let us know you can send us pictures a little description um you can make an appointment to bring the idea Camera into the store. Discuss it with us. And we'll give you. We'll try to give you an estimate at no charge. Uh, if you have any furniture, actually, it's quite rare. But if you have any furniture that's made by uh, Louis Comfort Tiffany's, we would be very, very interested. We pay extraordinarily high prices for that if, in fact, it's really by him and original. So if you have any of those items, please let us know. Um, let me see. Did I leave anything else out? jewelry, watches, art antiques, paintings, furniture. Um, hmm. uh, we did sterling silver flatware. Judaica is another topic. What Judaica normally refers to items that are made out of sterling silver that were used for Jewish ritual religious events. Um, so if you have any of those things, they call them spice towers, handle um, holders, Torah, uh, ornaments for the Torah, crowns, uh, anything unusual, you know, It was a terrible thing, but anything from the Holocaust, we would buy that, possibly you donate it. So if you have any of these items, please, please, please let us know. We would be very, very interested in those of items. We just bought some uh, record co- um, album covers. They're actually photographs that were made by the Beatles. Making of a number of their records in the late, mid, and late 1950s, which I thought was super, so um, super All right. So, what else? Is there? So, anything. If you have anything of value, we we travel if necessary. We see complete estates. Oh, well, we actually are in the process of buying a very valuable and rare gun collection. that has a lot of Civil War rifles. Anything like that, please let us know. Um, we handle old. We just bought a set of Boucheron champagne. The number of cases of those, we handle that. So again, if you come across any of these rare items, please, please, please let us know. Rare books. That's another one. It should be typically signed by somebody rare, or perhaps a very first edition. Those are typically the standards that make the books valuable and um, desirable and uh, quite rare so if you come and you love antique and historic documents if you come anything like that uh, please let us know Um, all right we will be right back after another short message
4: Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054.
0: This is Lee, the appraiser, for another segment of Amazing Appraising. We are here in our beautiful, brand-new gallery, APR 57, located on 57th Street and 7th Avenue. And we are discussing all things appraising, Anything that, uh, everything that we buy and appraise, which is just about anything. Is we tell people, they say, are you interested in that? Are you interested in that? And our standard answer is we buy and appraise anything of value. Again, we buy and appraise anything of value. So if you have anything of value, uh, whether it was left to you by an estate, whether you bought it 20 years ago, whether it was given to you, um, whatever it might be, you can call us, text us, discuss it with us. If it's necessary, you can bring it in and we will give you the highest price, the best appraisal, um, an evaluation that you can find anywhere. So we recommend you call us and text us at our, uh, numbers that you will hear towards the end of the show and try to reach out to us. And we're happy to buy and appraise anything of value. So please call us if you have. Now the one thing that we get a lot of calls on that really doesn't have much value is, uh, China the most part. So China and glassware, for us, uh, again, the reason is there's a lot of these sets out there. People do not use these sets as often as they used to. Very few people serve on expensive China today. And also, it's very, very individual individual, um, oriented, meaning that you have to get a pattern or you want somebody, you have to sell it to somebody who, loves the pattern as much as you do, which is not that easy to find. They have the pattern issue, they have the fact that people don't use China too much anymore, they have the problem that uh, China is um, very fragile. So even if we went to somebody's house, it's an expensive ordeal to pack and wrap it and uh, prepare it and then move it to a warehouse and then unpack it and wrap it and then show it to people it's a a long procedure it's not easy and typically the most today somebody would pay on that would be maybe three to six hundred dollars it doesn't bring a lot of money so we unless it's something very special again by the super brand names of Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati we generally don't handle China, but we make exceptions. We have a, cli- a couple clients that do collect them. So you can reach out to us as well if it's really nice and we will let you know about that as well. Um, so what else is there in our collectible field? We talked about ah, autographs, documents, Oh, music memorabilia, anything relating to music memorabilia or sports memorabilia. We talked a little about sports memorabilia. Do you have any autographed baseballs or bats or game use bats or um, somebody came in here recently with a Josh uh, Gibson and uh, what was the other one? Josh Gibson uh, signed bat as well and um which was quite quite rare and um uh we are in the process of making a deal with him on that very rare piece um let's see what else so if you have any uh, sports memorabilia again base rare baseballs again they don't have to even be signed if it's a baseball that was given on a very special occasion we bought a photograph of Joe DiMaggio in which he was uh, featured in a, a small, um, like, uh, campaign. Uh, it was a program to honor, like, um, disadvantaged, disadvantaged children. Like in 1936 on the Lower East Side, we have a picture Of Demaggio giving this guy a bat and ball, and that was his father who organized this event. So I thought that was super, super, super cool, one of a kind piece. So if you have anything like that, that is the type of things we are interested in handling. And memorabilia musically, any musical memorabilia, anything relating to the Beatles, um, anything at all, we are interested in buying, selling, appraising. So if you have anything like that, rare signatures, documents, um, memorabilia, if if John Lennon gave you something, you have a picture of him giving it to you, (coughs) that could be very, very cool and we'd be very interested in that as well. Um, What else? So I would say if you have anything like that, let us know and uh, we'll be waiting to hear from you or text us at our number is 917-439-9610. You can visit us on all our social media channels, APR57NYC. Amazing appraising, leading appraiser, and we look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, be well. Have a very nice holiday and a very nice Thanksgiving. Thank you very much.